You're listening to the Bonfire Podcast, fanning the flames of the gospel to the ends of the world. Come on, let's dive into the Word. Well, welcome to the Bonfire Podcast, everyone. We are glad that you're joining us for another episode. If you are a first-time listener, we would like to say thank you and welcome. Uh, I encourage you to come in and stay a while with us, listen to what we have to say. And uh, we'd also encourage you, if you like what you're hearing, to subscribe and download our content on a regular basis. For those of you who have been with us for quite some time, we want to say thank you to you for your continued support, continuing to listen. Uh, We'd also encourage everyone, uh, if you like what you're hearing, to please share the Bonefire podcast with somebody. Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a family member, uh, but please be sharing what what you're experiencing here on the Bonefire podcast so that we can grow this community of people who are serious about digging into God's Word and studying and becoming more Christ-like as we do it. So, uh, Dad, welcome to uh, our episode tonight. We're going to be doing something a little bit different. And uh, this this uh, is an episode like we've never done before. And so uh, it may not work, but we're going to give it a shot. What we're going to try and do on this episode is a virtual prayer vigil. And uh, so we're going to be praying uh, on this episode for the country of Afghanistan. Now, I think uh, many of you have probably seen uh, the news coverage. Uh, you've seen it in the newspapers. You've watched it on television. You've heard it on the radio um, about what's happening in the country of Afghanistan. And and obviously, uh, there's a, a complex political situation going on there right now uh, with the U.S. troops withdrawing. And yeah, that's really not the focus of what we're here to, to talk about today. We're, we're really looking past that and really just uh, looking at the needs, the, the humanitarian crisis uh, that's happening there in that country and just the bad situation. And we feel that it's uh, imperative that now uh, we really go to the Lord in prayer and pray for the situation. I pray for those uh, who are involved on both sides, whether it's uh, our U.S. forces, whether it's our allied forces, whether it's the Afghan people. And this may surprise you, but we even need to pray for those terrorist groups as well. That's right. And we're going to be doing uh, that uh, tonight. And so, uh, again, this is going to be different. We've never done an episode like this, but we hope it, it works out. We hope it works well for you and that you enjoy this and you find it uh, useful to you. So you may be wondering, well, how is a, a virtual prayer vigil going to work? And so I'm going to kind of explain to you what we're hoping to do and how we hope this uh, plays out here. So to be a part of the virtual prayer general, uh, vigil, it takes uh, three things. We want you to, of course, download and listen to this episode. And if you're hearing my voice, you've done that. Uh, we want you to, number two, pray and then number three, we want you to go onto social media of your choice, whether that's Instagram or Facebook, wherever you choose. And we have a Pray for Afghanistan logo or icon uh, that you can post on your social media platform uh, there. We'd ask you to just to make a quick comment and then use the hashtag Pray for Afghanistan because we really feel that... Um, you know, Dad, I don't know if anyone has the answers. The only thing I can say is we need God's help in this situation. That's right. Uh, we need His His uh, His Him working uh, in and through this situation because it it is a mess. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're really going to be calling out and seeing if we can get as many people as we possibly can uh, to pray for the needs uh, there in Afghanistan. So uh, we're gonna how this is going to work. We're going to give you prayer points, and we're going to take uh, really four main areas of prayer uh, that we're going to be praying for today. We're going to pray for the humanitarian needs of the Afghan people. We're going to pray for the Afghan church. We're going to pray for spiritual awakening 
uh, in Afghanistan. And then lastly, we're going to, of course, pray for the current crisis uh, that's going on uh, right now in Afghanistan. And so we're going to talk through these prayer points. We're going to share some more information and some uh, some additional prayer things that will help guide your prayer. And then we're going to pray uh, for each one of those. And our hope is that as you're listening to us, um, if you can, that you will join us in prayer. You may be driving down uh, the road on the way to work, and uh, you know you, you may not be able to close your eyes and pray, but you can definitely join your hearts with us in prayer and, and pray, and then maybe you can find some time during your day to uh, step off to the side and remember these prayer points um, as you go t- into your normal quiet time. Um, or maybe you're on an exercise machine and you're just there and you can pray with us wherever it may be. God, we just pray that you would um, join us in this prayer for Afghanistan. So, Dad, just to kind of start us off, I know most people are familiar with uh, with Afghanistan and kind of what's going on there, but uh, just to kind of level set with everyone, I, I think it's important to know um, Afghanistan is, is a is a large country. There's 38.7 million people in this country, and uh, obviously it's a, a country that's been war torn for many years. Uh, it's been about 40 years. Uh, that this country has been just uh, tattered with uh, terrorists and mm-hmm. um, uh, outbreaks of violence and regime changes and uh, failed governments. And uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's really had a tough go, even from its very creation. Oh, that's exactly right, Matt. And uh, so this country is, <clears throat> is uh, been a hot spot there in the Middle East for for just uh, turmoil and for trouble for quite some time. And obviously we know the U.S. has been there in an occupation effort for the last 20 years since uh, 9-11 happened there in 2001 and uh, trying to, to eradicate terrorism there. Um, but obviously um, I'm not sure if we've accomplished our mission, but uh, anyway, we are re- removing our troops. And as the process of removing our troops, we've seen uh, just the, the country go into collapse again. And so we need to be much in prayer for the Afghan people. I'm going to start us off with our first prayer point uh, that we want everyone to focus in, and that's to pray for the humanitarian needs of the Afghan people. And so as we pray for those humanitarian needs, these are the things that we want to keep in in mind as we pray. We want to pray for the physical uh, needs for food, shelter, and clean water uh, for the Afghan people. We also need to pray for sanitation. Uh, If you've seen any of the media coverage, you've probably seen the pictures of of Afghan people outside the airport, and they're wading through what looks to be water. Um, But that is what I'm being told is open running sewage, Mm. Uh, and they're just walking through that. Um, And so there's a a major sanitation issue there, and with sanitation issues often comes disease and um, all kinds of other sickness that comes with that. So we need to pray for um, the sanitation there. We also need to pray uh, for the fact that we're in the midst of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, every image I see, I see people crowded together. And uh, and um, and so there's a, a high, high likelihood that if someone is sick, that there would be a spread of that uh, pathogen there. And so we just need to pray uh, for protection uh, for all those involved. Um, obviously, we need to pray for an end to the ongoing uh, threats of violence that are coming from all different angles. Uh, We need to pray that um, as the country kind of collapses, that uh, the basic freedoms that women have is upheld Mm. um, because uh, obviously it's not been until recent history that women's had rights uh, in that country. And then we also just need to be praying for uh, the international community to aid the refugees who are going to be fleeing from their 
uh, and getting out of that country. And again, that's that's kind of a politically charged statement there. But this this is humans. These are people uh, and they are in need of help. And so we need to offer as much help as we possibly can to them. You know, Matt, I was just reading something that in July, uh, the international charity uh, Oxfam reported that 42 percent of the population of Afghanistan were in crisis level hunger or worse, just kind of what you've been talking about. Now, that that's just uh, unfathomable that 42 percent of the people are at crisis level hunger. So talk about a humanitarian crisis. And you mentioned about the the women, you know, prior to the war with Afghanistan between the United States and the Taliban uh, that happened around 2001 following the, the fall of the World Trade Center towers, uh, girls in Afghanistan under the Taliban reign, they were often forced to marry as children. They could not receive an education or be employed. They were required to wear a full burqa in public, and they could not leave the house unless accompanied by a male chaperone. Now, obviously, for 20 years uh, since the United States has pushed back the Taliban and, and beat them back up until recently, uh, these, these girls particularly these girls now, the, those that were born around 2001, 2002, and are girls and young ladies now, they have never experienced what it is to live under the oppressive regime of the Taliban. So it's, it's going to be a shock for them. That's exactly right. And so um, as you mentioned there, Dad, like on the hunger, you know, that, that stat was, um, you know, with the, the recent history, and just think how bad that's going to get now, uh, that the government and, and the country is just kind of collapsing. Uh, hunger is probably going to get worse. And as you mentioned, um, the the uh, issue with women's rights is probably going to get worse as well. So um, if you would, let's go to the Lord in prayer and let's pray for the humanitarian needs of the Afghan people. Dear Father God, we come before you today, Lord. We want to uh, thank you, God, for being a good God. We want to lift your name high and praise you, Lord, for being uh, a wonderful Savior, Lord. Uh, but God, our hearts are hurting and, and our hearts go out to the, the Afghan people, Lord, and the crisis that's currently going on there. Uh, God, it's a very complex situation. And, and as I said, Lord, I, we, we don't have the right answers and I don't think anyone does, Lord. But uh, we do know that these are uh, your creation uh, that are here in this country and uh, they are in need, Lord, of uh, humanitarian need. And, and they need basic uh, things like food and shelter and uh, clean drinking water, Lord, and sanitation. So, God, we pray for the Afghan people and the and that country, Lord, that uh, there would be the ability for them to to receive um, the things that they need in order to to get through the crisis that they're in. God, we pray, Lord, for your protection uh, with the virus and the pandemic going on, Lord, and obviously the other diseases that come with poor sanitation. So, we pray, Lord, for your protection for this country and for these people, God, as they're going through this tough time, Lord. God, we pray, Lord, that you would end the violence, God, and and the fighting. And and um, and the acts of terrorism and the, and the hatred and the bitterness, God, that is there, God. I pray, Lord, that you would bring peace, Lord, to this country and to this people. 
And I just pray, God, that you would uh, help uh, as as the regimes are changing even now, Lord, that the rights that women have gained in recent years, that they would be able to, to uphold some of those, Lord, and they wouldn't go back into an oppressive culture, Lord. So I just pray for right now for all of those uh, young girls and, and, and ladies that have, have grown up uh, in the last 20 years, Lord, and not experienced this, God. Uh, they're they're getting ready to to potentially go into a different way of living that they've never seen before. So we pray, God, that that you would hold back the powers of hell and the evil forces, Lord, and that you would allow for these rights to be upheld, God. And Lord, we pray, Lord, we know that there are those that are fleeing. Uh, they're trying to get out of this country, Lord. They're trying to get to areas of safety. They're trying to get as far away as they can from. Uh, these terrorist groups and this violence, Lord. We pray for these individuals who are leaving their homes and sometimes leaving their families or portions of their families, God, to seek a safety and shelter. Uh, God, we pray, Lord, that you that you would give uh, countries who are willing to receive them, God. And and yes, we know that this is a dangerous situation, and and that there are potentially dangerous individuals who are also trying to 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 come and to flee into different countries, Lord. So we pray for your protection through this process. We pray that your hand would be involved in it, Lord. We pray, God, that. Um, that you would help us as individuals, God, to, to, yes, we need to be concerned about safety and security, but we also need to be concerned about the livelihood of these people and, and the fact that they are your children and your creation, Lord, and uh, that we need to be loving and showing the love of Christ to them. And so uh, help us, God, uh, to be what you called us to be. Help us to to love our neighbors, God, as you uh, as, as we should love them, God. Uh, help us to love you, Lord, and do everything that we've been commanded to do and reach out and to and to to just be um, uh, that helper to them, God. So, Lord, I just pray for us now. I pray that you'd help us to be, again, everything that you've called us to be. I pray for the Afghan people, Lord. I pray for the situation. I pray that your your work and your will would be done in the midst of this. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, next, we're going to be praying for the church in Afghanistan. It might be of interest for you out there in the podcast audience to know that Afghanistan is one of the least rich nations on earth with a gospel. Afghanistan is 99.9% Muslim with 72 unreached people groups. Now, to show you the stark contrast between the Muslim religion and the Christian religion, there are roughly 48,000 mosques, that's Muslim places of worship, in Afghanistan compared to zero church buildings. Afghanistan has long been placed for a place of risk for Christians. According to Open Doors USA annual World Watch List, it is the second most dangerous place to be a Christian in the world, only very slightly less oppressive than North Korea. Now, converting to Christianity from Islam can result in death in Afghanistan, and believers gather and worship in secret there. Mindy Bells, the senior editor at World Magazine, who has traveled and written extensively about the Christian church in the Middle East, reported, One leader of a house church network with more than 500 members received on August the 12th a letter signed by Taliban militants threatening him and his family. The letter said, We know where you are and what you are doing. So, folks, it is very dangerous to be a Christian. But yet, 
Though impossible to document, it is undeniable that the church is growing and Muslims are turning to Christ in Afghanistan. Now, we're going to pray for Afghanistan, for the church there in Afghanistan. And here's some prayer points. We need to pray for protection over Afghan believers and perseverance despite persecution. Pray that Afghan believers would become examples of the grace and forgiveness of God as they grow in faithfulness and maturity. And pray that Afghan believers would be burdened to spread the gospel in their own homeland. Let's pray together. Lord, we pray that by the strength of the Holy Spirit, the Afghan Christians will stand strong as they experience persecution from their own family members that aren't believers, as well as the Taliban that has taken over the country. We pray, Lord, for Afghan Christians that are in prison right now for their faith in Jesus, that God would enable them to endure hardship as faithful soldiers of Christ. And we pray for those that are in prison with them, including their captors, that they would notice their sincere faith and devotion to Christ, and as a result would be drawn to Jesus and come to know Him, just as that Philippian jailer that guarded Paul and Silas came to know Jesus. In addition to this, Lord, we pray for the right perspective pertaining to persecution. We know that Satan will come to those that are enduring affliction and discourage them. For this reason, Lord, we pray that the beatings and all the ill treatment that Afghan believers receive for their faith would be seen by them as a badge of honor, that they would rejoice in the fact that they were considered worthy to suffer for Jesus, who suffered on the cross for them, that they might have eternal life. Also, Lord, since we know from the book of Hebrews that it is important for all believers to regularly assemble so as to worship you, to pray, to fellowship, and study the Word of God, we pray that Afghan Christians would be able to find safe places to meet together and that you would hide them from those that would do them harm. Lord, we also pray for Afghan Christians what the Apostle Paul wanted others to pray for him, that they will open their mouths boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. So, Lord, please give them courage. We've heard testimonies from people in Muslim countries that were not believers say that in their dreams Jesus appeared to them and talked to them and that they came to know Christ as a result. Here in this, Lord, we pray that you would appear to more Afghans through dreams and visions and reveal yourself to them. We also pray that Afghan Christians would be examples of the grace and forgiveness of God as they grow in faithfulness and maturity in Jesus' name. We're now going to turn our attention to praying for the spiritual awakening of the Afghan people. And, Dad, you did um, a, a good job kind of explaining just how dark of a place Afghanistan is. And and many um, resources you'll see that uh, Afghanistan is oftentimes referred to as the most unreached area uh, on the globe. Yeah. Um, and to be unreached, what that means is that uh, the people who live there don't have access to the gospel, meaning they don't have uh, word of God in print. They don't have the ability to, to get to uh, somewhere where they can actually read scripture. And they also don't have professing Christians around them where they can hear the good news 
of Jesus Christ. And so this is a very, very spiritually dark place. Um, I saw a statistic that roughly 1.2% of the total unreached uh, uh, people population of the world is found in Afghanistan. And and uh, that's a pretty telling stat for um, you know, su- such a relatively small country. And so we, we want to pray uh, for a spiritual awakening to happen in Afghanistan. Here are some things that you can be in prayer for for them. One, we want to pray that the Afghans would cry out to the Lord, that they would want to receive a Christ. We pray that uh, the Holy Spirit would bring a spiritual desperation to the Afghan hearts. Dad, as I was thinking about uh, these prayer points and the spiritual awakening, uh, I was reminded of our recent series. We just did a series on Jonah, and uh, we talked about the fact that Nineveh was an evil, wicked place. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, probably one of the worst places you could be at that time. And uh, Jonah went there with just a kind of a half-hearted message, but the whole place got turned upside down with revival, and that's what can happen in Afghanistan. Right. The Holy Spirit can get in there and work and move, and this entire country can turn around and become sold out for Jesus. You may think, well, that's just crazy, Matt. Uh, that That's not realistic with the Muslim faith and the terrorism that's going on there. But I believe we got a big God, and and if He can do it in Nineveh, He can do it in Kabul, He can do it in Afghanistan, and that's what we need to be praying for: is a revival like what was seen there in the Book of Jonah uh, here in Afghanistan. We need to, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was wanted just to jump in and tell you, uh, Matt, I, I got to thinking because I talked about this uh, Wednesday night about the time in which Jesus was born. He was born at a time when there was just a spirit of hopelessness that prevailed in the known world. Matter of fact, even in Greek culture, a lot of the pagans had long since given up their faith in the mythological gods. And so it's just a spirit of hopelessness. So the gospel is so powerful, but yet in a place of hopelessness, uh, it is in fertile ground because these people or at a point of desperation, hopeless, so to speak. But when those that are brave and bold enough that are in Afghanistan that are Christians, when they share the message of hope, it should be something that people would readily cling to and hold on to because there is a great need for hope in this country. That's exactly right. We'd also encourage you to pray for the, that the Afghans would awake from their stupor and uh, a following tradition and genuinely seek after truth, the truth of the gospel, and pray that members of the Taliban and other terrorist groups will repent of their sin and turn to Christ and his forgiveness. And then lastly, I'd encourage you to pray that there would still be an open door and that missionaries would rise up to go to Afghanistan. And again, you may say, Matt, that's that's just crazy with what's going on. Uh, but I can promise you that probably even now there are missionaries that are still on the ground, that are still working, and uh, and, and there may be a time for the next little bit where it may be impossible, but we need to be praying that we can get missionaries back into that country and that they can work with that underground church and that they can bring the good news of gospel to these people. Because, you know, Dad, I, I just was thinking about it, and, and I, I watched the, the news and I saw these uh, faces of, of people that were waiting outside the airport and, and knowing that most of them probably are not going to be able to get onto a plane and get out of there. And uh, a good many of them, these same people that we're looking at, 
um, are ultimately going to probably face some type of of a brutal attack, uh, terrorism. Many of them are going to die. And Mm -hmm. as sad as it is to think about those faces uh, dying, what was more sad to me was thinking about when they opened their eyes on the other side of eternity, uh, these are lost people. These are people that don't know Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just need to be praying that there's a spiritual awakening and that uh, the Holy Spirit would move in that country. That God would soften the hearts of the Taliban. Yeah. I mean, of, of all people, the Taliban have been fighting. Of course, they've been fighting against the United States and uh, our American troops for, what, 20 years now? Uh, prior to that, for 10 years or better, the the Russians. Uh, just pray that these people would be willing uh, to be at peace, that they, they've they got what they wanted, the control of the country, that they would be tired of the bloodshed. Yeah. And I understand that there is a, a more militant group than the Taliban in Afghanistan called ISIS-K. And, of course, uh, that is made up of some people that were previously Taliban that didn't think that the Taliban was rigid enough. And so, uh, and so they pulled out. And so just pray that the Taliban will have a change of heart. And... You know, one way to change our enemies is to pray for our enemies. We're, of course, reminded of what Jesus said in Luke 6, 27 and 28. But I tell you who hear me, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those that mistreat you. I read something that said, even though our daily lives aren't immediately threatened by the Taliban here in the United States, we must identify ourselves with our brothers and sisters in Christ and exemplify Christ's heart in our prayers for even the Taliban. Even the Taliban, that's right. You know, I think I've told everyone on the podcast before, I want to see everyone come to know Jesus. And that that means even the Taliban, that means even the terrorists um, that inflict uh, violence on other people. I I hope that they give their heart to Christ and that they repent and they are forgiven. Um, And uh, so we need to pray for them. And so, if you will, let's go to the prayer and, uh, and the prayer to God right now, praying for... Uh, spiritual awakening there in Afghanistan. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father God, we come before you today, Lord. Again, we lift your name high. We thank you, Lord, for being uh, just a great father. And thank you for the opportunity we have to come to you in prayer and to lift uh, our needs to you, Lord. God, tonight we want to lift to you now uh, a prayer for spiritual awakening in Afghanistan, Lord. We pray, God, that you would uh, cause your Holy Spirit to be working and active and moving in this country, Lord. We pray that there would be a revival, Lord, that would break loose in this country and that there would be hearts that would be turned over to you and lives that would be changed, God. And Lord, we know that it can happen, Lord. We know that you are capable of doing this and that this is this is possible, Lord. And we're just praying, God, that you see fit to, to send a move of God to this people, Lord, and to see their hearts change, God. We talked about Nineveh, Lord, and how that was a wicked, terrible place. And I would say that, that this is our modern-day Nineveh, or one of them here in Afghanistan. So God, I pray, Lord, just as, as you were able to turn that town upside down, Lord, I pray, God, that for this country, that you would uh, bring about a revival like that scene in Nineveh, Lord, and that we would see um, a country turn around and and to uh, forsake their Muslim uh, faith, Lord, and to seek truth in Jesus Christ, God. I pray, Lord, that the Afghan people would cry out to the Lord as seeking you, God. I pray, Lord, that the Holy Spirit, again, would bring spiritual desperation to the Afghan hearts, God. 
I pray, Lord, that the Afghans would give up uh, the, the, their traditions of following Muslim and the violence that they've been entrenched in, God, and again, that they would seek truth. And Lord, we pray now for the Taliban, God. We pray, Lord, for ISIS. We pray for ISIS-K. We pray for Al-Qaeda, whatever the designation is, God. We pray for these these men uh, who are fighting, who are angry, who are bitter, Lord, God, uh, who have been led astray thinking that they are fighting the holy war, God. I pray, God, that you would work in the lives of them, God. I pray, Lord, that they would uh, ultimately repent of what they're doing, that they would turn from this this uh, actions that they are doing, this evil uh, that they are wreaking, Lord, and that they would seek faith in Jesus Christ, God. I pray, Lord, that you would save uh, the Afghan people. I pray, Lord, that you would save these terrorist groups, God, and that you would change the dynamics there in this country, Lord. Lord, we know that you can do it. We're thanking you and praising you, God, already in advance for what you're going to do in this country. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now we're going to pray for the current crisis. And of course, our our hearts have uh, heartstrings have really been uh, tugged on because of what we've seen on the news here lately with uh, all the men and women and the children at the international airport there trying to get on American planes to be flown out of there. And of course, some even uh, clinging to the wings and the outsides of the planes, holding on in the hopes that they can escape, even being on the outside of the plane, uh, uh, just a, a, a place of desperation there, uh, these people. Well, we want to pray for this current crisis that's taking place right now. Of course, you know that the United States has promised that our troops and our people is going to be out of there by August the 31st. That's coming up soon, just a few days. And some people are going to be left behind. Uh, They're going to end up staying uh, because uh, they were unable to get to the airport, unable to get through the crowd to get on the plane. And I'm talking about some uh, Americans, uh, relief workers, perhaps missionaries. And so we need to pray for them. We need to pray for them. We need to pray for those that are going to be left behind too and have to continue to deal with this crisis of this takeover of the country by the Taliban and even now the other insurgents, ISIS-K. We need to pray for the families of the some 150 to 170 Afghans that were killed as a result of the the bombing that took place near the airport just a day or so ago. Uh, How sad that is that these people, some people lost brothers and sisters and moms and children, and we need to pray for them. We need to pray for our servicemen who were wounded in because of this uh, this attack, and 13 American servicemen have died uh, due to this attack, and pray for their families for comfort to be given to them. We need to pray for our government leaders in the United States to have compassion, wisdom, and courage as they make decisions. Uh, pray for the safety of our U.S. and allied military forces that are trying right now desperately to get out and to hold back you know, ISIS as they get ready to board the planes and and to get out of there. Uh, Pray for missionaries and uh, those that were in the government that also were in Afghanistan because they're going to be targets of aggression. And those that helped our 
American soldiers as interpreters that are left behind. They're, they're going to be targets of aggression. So we have so much to pray for. Let's pray together now. Our Heavenly Father, as we come before you today, we also want to lift up to you, Lord, these that have lost loved ones just in recent days due to this bombing by ISIS near the airport. Father, uh, 150 to 170 Afghans lost their lives. And Lord, uh, these people that died were the brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers and children of people there, Lord, that are hurting because of the loss of life. And Lord, we pray that you'd comfort these people. We pray, Lord, also that you'd comfort the families of these 13 servicemen that died due to this explosion at the airport. And Lord, perhaps we haven't heard, or at least I haven't, of the number of wounded and casualties of our American soldiers and also, Lord, the Afghan people. But Lord, we pray that you would just please be with those that perhaps have lost limbs and, Lord, those that are uh, severely impacted by the explosion. So, God, we pray for healing. We pray, Lord, that doctors will be on the scene that will help them, Lord, and that there would be uh, blood to be given, Lord, to those that are, are needing blood, our Heavenly Father, in, in a place where international workers can't even get in. God, just please show up on the scene, Lord, and help these that are suffering today. Our Heavenly Father, we also pray for our President, President uh, Biden. We pray, Lord, for our Congress and our Senate. We pray, Lord, for our military officers, Lord, that you would give them wisdom, our Heavenly Father, regardless of whether we're on the same side of defense as they are politically, Lord. They're Americans, and they're our leaders right now. And God, we pray that you would just endue them with wisdom and help them, Lord, to step up and do that which is right for our country, for the people that's left behind, and to protect, Lord, Americans, and make sure everyone is gotten out safe that, that wants to leave that country. So, Lord, just give them wisdom and guidance. We pray that our, our leaders can sit down and negotiate and talk, Lord, with the Taliban. They're the enemies, Lord, and have been the enemies of America for a long time. But God, we pray that you would prevail, that people would be tired of war, and Lord, that they would be willing to make concessions to make peace. And uh, God, we pray in Jesus' name uh, that you would just protect these missionaries that are choosing to stay behind because, Lord, they've given you their life, and if their life is called for, Lord, because of standing up and proclaiming the gospel, they're willing to, to lay it down. God, we pray that you would undergird them, preserve their lives, Lord, keep them safe so that they can continue to witness and tell people about Jesus. But, Lord, if, if those that are your ambassadors die, our Heavenly Father, that are there, uh, Lord, the people will go without hearing the sweet gospel of Jesus. So, Lord, we pray that you would protect them. And, God, we've long heard uh, since we knew about what happened in the early church that was severely persecuted and how the, the Christians uh, spread to flee persecution, but when they spread, they spread. Uh, spread out, they also spread the gospel. And so, Lord, it's been said that uh, the uh, the 
the blood of martyrs is the seed of the church. And so, God, we pray that that's what will truly take place in Afghanistan, Lord, that the blood of these martyrs will be the seed of a future church, uh, a group of Christians that will one day stand around your throne when it's all said and done and, and we all get home, Lord, and praise your name in those languages that's spoken in Afghanistan. So, God, we pray that you would call people to yourself, Lord, out of out of the Muslim faith, Lord Jesus, to the Christian faith, to come to know the God that we love and serve, the only one and true God Almighty and that has a son named Jesus who died for us on the cross. And we ask this, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I just want to say thank you for, for sticking with us and, and participating in what is the first Bonfire Virtual Prayer Vigil. Uh, again, I want to encourage you to uh, take the steps uh, to be a part of this prayer vigil. Uh, so listen to the episode. Again, you hear my voice. You've done that. Uh, ask you to pray, not only just during this episode, but make it an effort to pray during your prayer times uh, to continue to lift these prayer points up uh, before God, because this is not over. There's there's still going to be uh, days and weeks and not months in this crisis. They're going to get going to continue on. And then if you will uh, use social media. Uh, to kind of spread the word, to get other people to think about that they need to, to say a prayer for Afghanistan. And, you know, Dad, as I was uh, thinking about this um, episode, it's one of the things that, that's recently been laid on my heart is uh, that I haven't done a good enough job praying for uh, other countries and praying for uh, particularly unreached people groups. You know, we... we uh, Many times our prayer life gets focused around around our needs and the things that are happening immediately around us. And, uh, you know, even though we've got tough things happening here in the United States, man, we, we are blessed to live where we do. Uh, with the religious freedoms that we have, and and even even with the, the things that we say, man, it's getting bad. We are still so much better than other places in the world. So I would just encourage you uh, to, as you pray, uh, to pray for these areas of the world. We're thinking about Afghanistan right now because when you turn on your news, you can see it. But I can promise you. There are terrible, horrible things happening in a whole bunch of other countries that we don't even know about because we don't see it on our nightly news. But there's religious persecution happening there. There's terrible humanitarian needs. Um, there's just violence and, and death and, and illness uh, that, that's all over the map. And it, a lot of it's centralized there in that Middle Eastern part of our, our globe. And so uh, just be in prayer uh, that God will be moving and working. Uh, pray for our missionaries and pray not only for our missionaries, but pray God would send us more missionaries. Uh, we don't have enough uh, that are willing to go and to, uh, willing to serve and to, to, to take the message to the ends of the earth. Uh, pray also that we would be wise in our resources with our missionaries. Um, we're, we're doing a study right now in my Sunday school class where we're talking about the great imbalance. And uh, the, the premise of that is that we send a lot of missionaries and spend a lot of our, our uh, missionaries or outreach dollars uh, as, a, as a global church in uh, areas that are already reached or have access, and that there are these unreached areas like Afghanistan that really get overlooked. And, uh, you know, everyone says, well, that's because it's so dangerous. And, and while that's true, uh, I don't remember seeing uh, a clause like that in the Great Commission of just take it to where it's safe. We're supposed to take it everywhere. And so just be praying God that God will open up doors for uh, these closed countries to allow folks in and that missionaries can get in. Pray that we'll send missionaries and we'll have more people who are willing to serve and make sure that we're getting it, not just to the areas that have access to the gospel, but 
everywhere uh, to the ends of the earth as, as we're called to do um, in the Great Commission. Well, again, we appreciate you listening to this episode. We hope that this has been a blessing to you and that uh, this will, will, again, be something different for you uh, to spend some time in prayer, praying for the Afghans. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bonfire Podcast. We encourage you to subscribe wherever you stream your podcast content. Also, be sure to rate us on iTunes and Facebook so that others will know about the podcast. If you have a question that you'd like to see us address on an episode, feel free to email us at bonefireministries at gmail.com.